In spring of 2022, my courses Slayer Dragons and Guardians of Manifestation and Truth are back. Join me if you're currently working with me or if you'd like to get started working with me one-on-one, get in touch and we'll take this 10-week journey together. This course has extensive materials, audio recordings, practices, and journaling exercises, as well as a group experience where we come together on a conference call. And these calls are recorded. So if you're in a part of the world where you can't quite make the live call, right after the call, you'll receive the recording. And I hope you can join me for this amazing, transformative experience of working with personal archetypes, working with your soma, and exploring the whole world of archetypal somatics and the symbolic world and how we can use these patterns and tools to transform every aspect of our lives. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. Trusting the universe sounds pretty hokey. But let's break it down a little bit more fundamentally or more practically for our uses as shadow stalkers and people who are on the heart path and really developing our consciousness in this lifetime, waking up, all of that. Trust is about letting the mind quiet. That's the main thing. When we are stuck in mind loops and, ta- and thinking and talking and saying, I got to do this and I got to do that and list making, this is why meditation is a thing. Uh, there's a lot of people who have been meditating for, they meditate for a few minutes and it really does do the thing of stopping mind and getting embodied. There's a lot of people who meditate for hours and don't get anywhere. And that's because the main thing that we're trying to do is get embodied. It's not just quiet the mind. It's not getting up and out of body and disconnecting. So if you're a meditator, the the method is to not only quiet mind, but to be in our bodies. So body is the, the thinker, the memory, the causeways, the tissues, the the fluids, all of that soma is about our physical and energetic connective tissue that can help us get a stitching back together, a coming back together, a holing, holism, holistic way of being, which includes intelligence, but isn't necessarily about thinking. In order to really be able to remember, this is the way I talk about it, we dismember or we come apart, we get fragmented, we forget, 
we project, we get smaller, we are, are stuck in our mind or emotions. And when we remember, that's because we are trusting the, the body-mind, which is in connection to source. And it's, a, it's, it's so simple. It's been laid out for thousands and thousands of years cross-culturally. Many traditions teach us how to do this thing of training consciousness to come out of the predatory thinking or predatory mind in order to be embodied, stitched back together, and remember, bring all the pieces back together. We remember who we are. And that's the main memory we're getting at. The main thing we're remembering is not what happened in the past you know, my past lives, all of the the stuff that pretty much doesn't matter. What really matters and matter and matter is an important word actually because it means material or matrix or mother. But what really matters is that we have a clear trust about who we actually are. At different times, I've talked about the personal self being not really who we are, but it's not not who we are either. The the lover, lovey, lover, beloved relationship we're having with this personal self, this lifetime, my name, my uh, identity markers, all the things I know myself to be, it's not like we're trying to get uh, out and above of them either, just like body. We're not trying to split off and become our universal self that doesn't have connection to this moment. We're here for a reason. This is all this is all important for our spiritual growth. Our soul is growing and evolving while we're here doing this work of coming to not only awaken but trust what we get when we're remembering. So the the thing about it's amazing to me how much gobbledygook there is out there about magic and psychic work and and pseudo-shamanistic practices and all kinds of of like almost like like gilding, you know, like whenever I think about certain people that have opulence in their life with all this furniture that's covered with gold and kind of goopy ways of understanding uh, self or the material. It, it's like that. We don't need a bunch of, of mumbo-jumbo in order to tap in. What we need is the tapping mechanism, which is the body's able to root and ground and get present and tap into this connective energetic force and super soul source. So the main theme here is trust. So let's just keep using meditation as an idea. So my when I'm doing my version of quieting mind, mind wants to talk, think, um, have a to-do list. And and what's really amazing when we stop that old outdated pattern of using brain to remember, remember, doesn't brain doesn't remember. 
its its body, its the tissues. That's why when you go and you get a massage and your your uh, massage therapist presses on some part of your body and a memory pops up, it's because the tissues, the energy in your body is what holds, soma holds all of it, your own personal memories and universal collective memories. It, all of the data comes from not thinking. So we can't even get to the The mind is the puny... You know, you can listen to other episodes that I've done on mind, like sit, stay, good mind is a really, is a really good one on how to bring mind into a, um, a companioning, you know, how we can companion monkey mind or the um, mind who thinks it's supposed to lead us and how we can bring it to heal, stand beside us. And that's what we want to do. And we want to be, we want to have this trust. So, so this means the ego has to give up control of how thinking works or how intelligence works. The ego has to take a step back. We have to, we have to at least try. We have to experiment with what I'm saying. So that means when I'm making a list in my head, when I'm trying to quiet my mind, I have to stop it and go, body will remember, body will remember. If I'm really tapping and if I'm going into the, if I do, if I get really good at this, then I'm going into the grocery store without a list and I'm dropping down into body and I'm remembering from there what it is that I want. I'm present. I'm connected and I'm I'm feeling what is that what what are the th- I'm being drawn to things I'm trusting that being magnetized towards certain things I how many of you have have raise your hands no I'm just kidding you can't really well I I can if I if I really want to feel you I could feel you raising your hand but have you ever wanted to see a person and knew you were going to see that person and they appeared where you thought they might be or there was somebody you needed to see and um, didn't quite know how and they appeared. That's happened to me plenty and I'm sure it's happened to some of you, the ones raising your hands right now. Um, It happened to me just the other day after I saw my falcon that landed outside of my window. I I wanted to see a friend of mine, or I don't know if I wanted to see him. I just sort of like was on my way home from acupuncture, and I thought I'm going to see him and tell him about my bird. And um, he's he's a major animal person, animal enthusiast, and knows all the birds and all the animals. And 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 I did, and drove right towards him right there he was and got to have a long conversation about the falcon and and um which you know medicine wise falcon is a perfect um perfect uh uh energy to be calling in right now with these ideas of overview and um trusting that the data will come and you'll be able to see and have vision and clarity from a much larger viewpoint, much broader and much more clarity, much better, more precise, profound vision that you could ever have from your uh, ground level or just what you see in your view shed here. So anyway, that's what happens when we are trusting. We the, the right thing happens at the right time. The right people happen at the right time. 
the right uh, medicine appears at the right time. And we also can sort of look around and see where, what world we're in right now and be trusting the medicine that's right here. So another version of this is, so I come from the background of kind of holistic health ideas. And, you know, I was a, a yoga teacher for, um, I still am, but, you know, not, not in that kind of, you know, every week way. Um, I taught yoga for years and years and years, decades, and, um, and worked with people around, uh, food and, and health and all of that stuff. And this, the way that I approach that stuff now is so much different when I'm connected with this universal data system and I can draw from, you know, what, what feels right for my, what intuitively comes to me around some sort of medicine and a good example, the example I wanted to use is craving. So a lot of us have cravings and we have maybe thought that they weren't okay. Like I crave sugar or something. And we completely bypass the wisdom of body's craving system. We, we don't trust it. We say, but sugar's bad. And so I shouldn't have it. Well, it turns out that just in this example, sugar is a fundamental um, energy transmitter for the human biology and animal biology. Like sugar's where it's at. And there's been a time, there's been times in in the the human species development where we needed sugar. I mean, sugar was the thing that if, if you're running around and doing like hard labor all day, which is what human beings have done for ever until recently, sugar was the thing. So it's, is it, is it confusing to us why our brains are set up to crave and want and love sugar? I mean, it's something that for, since the dawn of man, that we've been man, woman being, we've been wanting and using sugar as a fuel source. Like it's, it's kind of a no brain. It's a no brainer. <laughs> we got to get out of it. So instead we pile on these sort of, uh, slightly mis misunderstanding, misguided ideas that sugar is bad. And, and that's a mistake. It's not bad. It's actually really good. And we just want to kind of, uh, refine you know, that's a kind of a fun word to, to use when we're talking about sugar, but refine the kinds of way we want to get conscious to how maybe there's some sort of imbalance here with sugar. Like what kind of sugar am I, I'm eating this refined sugar, but my body wants sugar. So maybe my body wants a different kind of sugar. My body wants to be in a sweet receptivity to the, I want sweetness. You know, we can, we can decode this in a different way using body mind. If we trust what is happening with the craving. So that's just an example of trusting body memory, remembering from body and, and really coming at life by not always trusting the thinking that mechanism isn't superior. It's actually, you know, pretty 
limited in its ability to, I'm not saying thinking isn't always valuable. I'm just saying like, it's so out of balance with, with the better, with the better mechanism, which is body mind. And, you know, sometimes I call it somanosis. It's the soma, the energetic connective tissue that gives us access to the quantum field, to the Akashic field, to all the different, you know, it doesn't matter what your language is that you want to use to talk about this, you know, data system, but you're not going to get there with thinking and with monkey mind, but you will be able to access this if you have, if you can leap into trusting that body will bring up the data right when you want it. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.